This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hi there, Bollywood friends. Welcome to another entertaining podcast from your Bollywood kings, Raj and Pablo. This week we're celebrating the influence of South Indian movies on Bollywood. What films have their roots in South Indian cinema? We find out. And our Asian Network's very own South Indian expert, Ashanti Omkar, joins us live to really explain why Bollywood is becoming so inspired by the South. Whilst legendary film reviewer Anupama Chopra lets us know if the latest Bollywood film, Gubber is Back, is really worth a watch. And of course, the latest gossip live from Mumbai with our very own gossip king, Salil Acharya. We were talking about South Indian and the industry, the South Indian film industry and the influences had on Bollywood and vice versa. And Raj, you named um, uh, Rekha, uh, Sri Devi, and, uh, but there's some Asin as well. Oh, she's brilliant. Gajani, remember, she's really good. Absolutely. She hasn't done too well. Uh, well, Gajani, I mean, it was such, uh, the standards were set so high, it was a bit difficult to kind of get a movie that was going to be better yeah. than that, because, I, mean, I, so, I mean, it was such a big hit. Ashwarya uh, Raibachan. Uh, absolutely. And Bhumika Chavla as well. Oh, she was good. She was a good actress. She did a lot. Oh, Diri Nam is one of my favourite films. So Man Khan and her. Uh, but it's, it's surprising how many actors and actresses do go over to South India or have come over from that industry. Um, to give us a big Bollywood hit. Uh, Shruti Hassan, who's in this week's big release, Gubber, is back. And she's South Indian as well. She's Gamal Hassan's uh, daughter. Uh, don't forget the actors, though, like um, Rajnikanth, who I have to say, we oh, have been... A, we, we had the privilege. We, we had the privilege of uh, interviewing him. And uh, he is... You kind of go, right, you sell so many movies... People love you. They treat you like uh, God. God. They do. There's temples to him as well. Um, but, and even the Butchins refer to him as Sir. Sir. Rajnikant Sir. And it's kind of like, wow. Um, and when you meet him, he's so humble. Really, he's so really lovely. Humble. And his son-in-law, Danish. Yes. That's true as Danish well. is really cool as well. Uh, he, he gave us a Go Lover ID song as well, which is brilliant. But I like Rajnikant. You are in awe of him. If somebody like a legend like Mr. Amitabh Bachchan is in awe of Rajnikant, sir, um, we are as well. But he was so gracious. He even made us a cup of tea. Uh, don't forget about Prabhu Deva as well. Uh, choreographer, actor. Yeah, the Asian version of Michael Jackson, and he's directing a lot of films, but he's still got the moves. I uh, love that man, and he can dance anybody's socks off. Uh, so the overlap between the two cinemas is huge. If there's anything you'd like to add to this, because we may be missing something out here in terms of the actors or the actresses, please do let us know. The other way round, uh, Three Idiots, that's been made into a South Indian movie. Three Idiots, a favourite of mine. And I suppose when you have a big hit, mm. you know, the bigger the hit, isn't it an obvious thing to do to kind of go, OK, well, this is going to work in um, the South Indian industry as well. And in fact, it could be bigger. I mean, David Nunn started the trend. In one of his films, Johnny Miranam, was made into a South Indian film, as was films like Goody. These are going back. Sitor Gita was made into a South Indian film as well. Wait, I always thought that was South Indian. Shall I tell you what really surprised me? And I didn't actually know this until, you know, had to kind of uh, do a bit of homework. Uh-huh. Bunty or Bubbly has yes. also been made into a South Indian movie. That is one I would really love to watch. Love that. What, in South Indian or...? Well, I wouldn't mind because I want to see what the difference would be because what would you... Would you sell the Taj Mahal like they tried to in that movie? So it makes you think, how would you make it relevant? But what about... You know, the other thing I was really surprised at, Jub We Met, you know, starring, um, of course... Um, 
um, what's his face? Um, Shahid. Shahid Kapoor. And, oh, God, my mind went right on Karina Kapoor. But that was made into a South Indian film, right? And the thing about Jabbi Met, it's such a Punjabi film. So how do South Indians, do they go to Punjab? So, well, that's what I mean. That is why I think films like that that are so particular about having that Bollywood vibe or the Punjabi vibe, how would they translate so they're worth the watch? If anyone knows, do get in touch with the show. Text us on 81869. You can email rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. I want to know about the South Indian version of Jab We Met. Was it set in the Punjab? Uh, but it also works the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, movies like Yuva, uh, Ajay Devgan, of course, he's uh, known for Singham. Um, Singham and yes. that all being inspired by South Indian movies, as was Jurma, Gajni. Um, so, you know, some big, big, big titles that have been huge hits in the land of Bollywood. And, you know, but then again, there's also, like, you know, South Indian films that, um, like, for Robot, that was, like, dubbed in all languages, including English as well. I do remember that, yeah. actually, yeah. Ashwari uh, Rai Bachchan and, of course, Rajini Kansar. And I love the fact that suddenly they track this robot, this magic song sequence just happens in Machu Picchu in Peru for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I just whatsoever. loved that. Whatsoever. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. So what did Asian Network's very own South Asian expert think of our very hot topic? Let's find out. We have been talking about South Indian cinema and how it's influenced Bollywood and vice versa. Now, who better to shed light on this than the Asian Network's South Indian queen, um, Ashanti, of course, you can catch two to four on Sunday. Uh, welcome to the Rajan Pablo show. I shouldn't be saying that, really, because you're like family anyway. Yes. How are you, darling? Hi, guys. How are you? Really good. You know, we thought of Hema Malni, we thought of Rekha, we thought of Siri Devi, we thought of Vidya Balan, but we went, no, we want our very own Ashanti. <laughs> you know what? It's a privilege to be on your show. I listen to it a lot, as you guys know, and you always have the best on, on your show. And I, I'm, I feel quite humbled actually that you've you've asked me to come on. Oh, bless you! The long line of stars that we have on, darling. <laughs> That's it. Of course, I am not a star like the rest of them, but you know. Uh, now you know this. Um, the Akshay new release, Gubber. Yes. Uh, it's all been. It's, it's kind of been talked about. One because of Akshay, but secondly, um, it has been inspired by a South Indian movie. Have you seen the? So I saw the original in Tamil, mm-hmm. Ramana, that came out in 2002, and this had uh, Captain Vijaykant, as we call him. He's yes. like this fairly scary-looking man on screen, but he kind of comes out... I mean, this is quite an emotional story as well. It's about a guy who's a professor, and, you know, he's a family man, and then he gets caught up in a corruption ring, and, you know, he's he's out to kind of, kind of fight it. So this had Simran in it, who was uh, a big North Indian export to, yes. to South, actually, and she's she's speaks tamil perfectly now you know and she's pretty much moved to to tamil nadu and you know she teaches in a school and all this and she acted in some of the biggest films so simran and uh, and you know having vijay Khan in that film was a really big one so ramana came out and then it inspired remakes in Telugu in Canada. So you had films like Tagore, Vishnu Sena. These are all right, like remakes with big stars like Siranjeevi and Vishnu Vardhan. Mm-hmm. And of course, now Akshay Kumar takes on that incarnation with Shruti Hasan, also another South exactly. Indian. It's amazing. What is it about South Indian movies and plots and films that, you know, Bollywood takes over or redoes? Masala elements are something that that Bollywood seems to really like. Back in the day, like when you look look back at history, mm. it was the other way around. It was that Hindi films were mm. being aped by South Indian cinema, and then suddenly that kind of changed, and we had certain directors 
you know, the Bharati, you know, Bharati Raja and Balachandra and people who were looking at South Indian stories and 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 actually saying we're going to put these realistic stories on 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 the big screen. And then the the trend just completely changed in the last few years. Most of those hundred crore hitting movies are South Indian remakes, and I think it's it's about that gloss and the masala and the the singham, you know, that singham exactly. effect. I would say. Yes. Um, and uh, Ashanti, would you say that there's a mutual respect or does one industry feel like it's better than the other? Actually, I mean, if you look, if you talk to uh, to a South Indian or you talk to North Indian, so for example, you talk to the top people, you go to Rajinikanth or you go to Amitabh Bachchan, and you speak to them, they have a very big mutual respect for each other because they are very much in for saying, "Look, you know what? You're the best, uh, you know, in your field, mm. and I'm I'm the king of my castle over here." And they rarely cross over in terms of heroes, especially. You don't get like you've mentioned Rekha and Sri Devi and people mm. who have crossed over quite a lot, and that's happened with heroines. We have a lot of what we call the, the North Indian exports, you know, beautiful, fair-skinned girls who've come into the South. <laughs> whereas <laughs> whereas in, the, in the North, it's been the other way around. You've got the voluptuous Hema Malini and Sri Devi kind of making it big over there. And the respect is there both ways. I mean, you and I, we all speak to these people regularly and we yeah. hear what they have to say. Mr. Bachchan always is in praise of, of anything in the South. Abhishek often speaks about Chennai very fondly. He, you know, he owns a sports team in Chennai. Aishwarya and Amitabh were in Chennai recently for a jewelry uh, store opening, you know, and they had millions of fans turn up to see them. It's it's pretty amazing to see that there's a lot of cohesion going on between North and South, I would say. You know, um, you know, actually, Bollywood films, are they big hits in South India as well? Do South Indians actually watch Bollywood films? or do uh, Up to an extent, yes. I mean, of course, South India is producing... So, with Bollywood, we're talking about Hindi cinema in mm. particular. And yes. in South India, you've got, like, maybe it's 600 films a year coming out of Kannada, Telugu, Malayalam and Tamil industries and it's a lot to pick from so it's quite difficult to go into a cinema and say which film do I see? So they are patronising Hollywood, they're patronising Bollywood but they are going to see in throngs their own cinema because their own cinema is is actually really, really good quality and you know, a film like Mani Ratnam Zoka Dil Khanmani which is still in the UK cinema screens is doing exceptionally well uh, you know, around the world and people are going and saying look I will watch a film with subtitles these days. Back in the day, there was a reticence to do that. I think it's changing. Um, and clearly, the synergy between both cinemas is huge. Um, and they get part of it on our show and part of it on your yes. show. Um, Shanti, can we just say it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank, Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. And of course, the reason we're talking about South Indian cinema and particularly Tamil remakes is because the big release everyone is talking about this week is Gubber is Back. But what does our very own special film critic, Anupma Chopra, make of it? Put it this way, she doesn't mince her words. The film is a remake of, uh, of a film made by um, A.R. Murugadoz uh, called Ramanna. I haven't seen that film, but this one is absolutely preposterous. Uh, not a lot of it makes sense. Uh, you know, it stars Akshay Kumar as this kind of murderous vigilante who goes after corrupt people. Uh, he's a murderer, but he's a selective murderer, so he only kills people who are corrupt. And, and basically, his aim and his hope is to end corruption in India. And then, of course, he, there's a backstory about why this is. And, uh, you know, um, he, he underwent a tragedy and then decided to become this guy who puts together this crack team of people 
who are uh, kidnapping corrupt officials and corrupt policemen and actually hanging them. Uh, so first of all, the politics of this film are extremely problematic. But uh, really, you can't even take it that seriously to be offended by it because it's just it's it's extremely cartoonish, and um, it's just for me what, what was really uh, one of the things, one of the many things that were ridiculous uh, was this conversation uh, that goes back and forth between Gabbar, uh, which is Akshay Kumar, and the main villain, which is a guy called Big Vijay Patel, played by Suman Talwar. And Suman Talwar, who's, uh, who's uh, Big Vijay Patel, uh, keeps going around and saying, I am a brand, I am a brand. And um, at the end, he throws this line at Gabbar, saying, I am a brand, to which Gabbar replies, replies, uh, bada brand main uh, so it's basically like you're watching the cola wars, but played out by men who, you know, flare their nostrils a lot. You know, in films like this, women are just ornaments. They're not meant to do anything more than dance, sing, and provide some uh, eye candy. And I'm not sure why, but Shruti's acting is also so off the mark. Hers is, without a doubt, um, the worst performance in the film. Uh, and and she's finally, she's just not there very much. Uh, you know, there's, there's a really strange sort of tact on love angle. Um, and then she disappears for the longest time while he's killing other people and putting his team together and going up against uh, the villain. So there really isn't much chemistry to speak of. You know, I haven't seen the original film. I don't know what's being lost in translation here. But these films, more often than not, just come across as... Um, extremely loud, very hardcore masala movies, a kind of throwback to the 1980s when, you know, this was the kind of stuff that ran. And I don't know, it just seems out of sync with everything else. Uh, they just seem like a, some kind of a, uh, you know, back to, uh, back to the 1980s kind of thing. For me, it's a one-star film. Boy, she wasn't impressed. But what did she think about South Indian cinema's influence on Bollywood? Since uh, the success of Wanted, uh, you remember Salman Khan's film, uh, which was also a South Indian remake uh, and which was a smash hit. And, you know, once once one thing succeeds, everybody follows. So it's just gone on and on. Favour was a remake of a South Indian film. There's so many. Um, and inherently, there's no problem with it. I think if you do it well and if you adapt it well, but uh, more often than not, they just seem to be these sort of really loud kind of, you know, year-shattering uh, movies with all these villains. You know, Gajni was, a, uh, I think, a remake. Uh, but it's just, I think it's, it's just become now, there's also a certain fatigue with this kind of hardcore masala and that, that action, um, you know, in which one guy is beating up 40 guys. I mean, really, it's just exhausting. Well, there certainly is a trend continuing. And here at Raj and Pablo, we're always keeping you updated with all the hottest trends in Bollywood. And finally, before we go, we need to let you know what's happening in Mumbai, courtesy of our very own party goer, Salil Acharya. Salil, how are you doing? Brilliant. I'm out in the open playing some cricket. It's a lovely hot day in Mumbai and it's fun. Oh, oh lucky you. Who are you playing cricket with? Oh, <laughs> just some random people, but in the in the very ground that the great Sachin Tendulkar so it's kind of fun. Uh, Salil, you know what? I know your skills in cricket must be great. And uh, can you put the bat down and just give us a bit of gossip now? Um, Salil, um, Sanjay Leela Bansali. Now, um, is he really upset with Priyanka? Not at all, in fact. He started this entire story about a few days ago when Priyanka Chopra tweeted, uh, her feet, 
you know so he said how could you do this because she talked about her navwari sari and entire dance sequence that was going to use 86 uh, you know saris to do it in and then apparently uh, we heard that there was a big trouble between the two of them three days later three days later Priyanka Chopra takes out another photograph with Deepika Padukone's foot and her foot as well mm. of course for the very same dance so you know you suddenly realize now that twitter instagram and all these various social media are being used the lovely pr tool which all of us get sucked into and then you know we also are talking about it so well done sanjeev bansari i have to say he wasn't into all this pr earlier but now he's sort of mastering it and you know is there or isn't there a dance off between priyanka and um of course um, deepika in the movie Of course there's going to be a dance up there's a complete dance up Deepika when I met her during Peku she said she was uh, hardly eating eating oh very right uh, and working out twice a day to try and get in shape because it is going to be exactly like how Dev Das uh, you know the song sequence between Aishwarya and Madhuri was they want better that and even better this time wow that's definitely going to be something to watch out for um now um Sunny Leona um, has she been bo- uh, boycotted by certain sections of the media feeling very bad for her actually so it all started she's been uh, tweeting all the stuff about being very sad did meet her and you know she almost broke down on my show and i was very shocked about that uh, for of uh, television channels that sort of who promote movies you know when they do their promotional tour uh, they risk to take her because she doesn't fit their sort of bill then there's another section of uh, the, the press that says you know she's had a stay she's had a fun and now they're not promoting her that much so i saw a very different sunny leone this time very sad and saying what am i trying to do i'm trying to just make a living here yes a lot of people might not like what i did earlier but you're the ones that said come into our industry so i'm feeling bad her, but apparently yes this is happening and you will see some articles coming about this about her sad state of affairs right now very soon Now a lot has been said about Bombay Velvet the buzz is out about it but Anurag Kashyap the director is stirring up a lot of controversy. Well if Sanjeev Ramanjali started it uh, Anurag Kashyap well will not be far behind apparently there's so much of uh, controversy that's happening about a very inconsequential critic I don't want to take his name uh, he's a self-proclaimed critic and in a press conference they actually spoke about it and Anurag Kashyap actually got quite abusive Uh, and I'm very shocked about that where he said I challenge anyone to go against this film now I, I remember chatting with you guys a couple of weeks earlier how there's a bit of negative feedback of Bombay Velvet yeah. but Anurag Chip is creating news then there's also news that was created between Radhika Apte and you know a number of questionable uh, images and questionable videos that actually got out there so he's at the center of it all and uh, somehow he seems to be giving press conferences giving a clarification everywhere so I'm trying to figure out Where is all this need for clarification coming and then you realize oh there's a film coming out so Anurag is all to be seen oh. Well I've been hearing quite a lot of buzz about uh, Bombay Velvet and to me it sounds like it's going to be quite a good movie uh, let's move on to China um now China's putting bans on certain types of movies is this true Yes 40 Hollywood films a year is all they allow and and it goes a little beyond that you know how india and china always have this constant competition and the reason the chinese do it is so that they can save up their own films now fast and furious 7 broke every single historical record and i repeat historical record of chinese films at the box office now uh, fast and furious 7 in india also has made almost 200 crores avengers did more business than all the bollywood films combined you know so you can give it you can understand that uh, gabbar is back is the only film that has actually come close to breaking these two films so the cbfc uh, the cbfc board in india is toying with the idea of limiting the number of films that are shown in india so that indian filmmakers 
don't have to face this problem, but uh, Mahesh Bhatt and Phil Mehta, all the prominent filmmakers, they said, bring it on. Jo Jita Vahi Sikandar, you know, we'll play it in an even field. Yes, there are more expensive films, but we just got to make better films. But they're toying with the eye, limiting the number of Hollywood films that are shown in India. Ooh, I don't think that's good. But then that, that'll happen. Then they'll limit the amount of Bollywood films that are shown elsewhere. That could happen, that could happen. Anyway, most of the films don't get shown abroad. But, you know, it's been a very bad year as far as 2015 is concerned. No films have made money. And so a number of flop films are coming. So no matter what anybody has said, 2015, there's not a single film so far that is in the green or the plus. So it just remains to be seen how long this can continue because you can't keep making flop films and, you know, badly marketed and badly money-made films. Salil, thank you very much. We'll leave you to your cricket now. Salil Acharya there giving us his opinions from Mumbai. That's it for this week. Remember to catch us next week from 10am on Saturday. If you missed anything, it's all available online at bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network. Until then, keep safe and keep loving Bollywood. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, including Tommy Sandu's Best Bits, the official Asian download chart and Asian Network reports, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.